Okay, good morning traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's early morning trade plan, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as we possibly can for today's trading opportunities. So we do the large bulk of our analysis during this session uh, every day. Um, today, of course, is Friday, the 11th of November. Uh, and we uh, we saw some very, very encouraging US CPI numbers out of the markets yesterday. As a result, really explosive moves. Um, I think some of the largest uh, moves that we've seen off the back of US CPI. Um, and I'm not sure if there's a record on that or if it's just an all-time explosive move. Um, nonetheless, we do have at least a high degree of certainty now. Um, been a tricky trading week to date just because of um, the US midterm elections beginning to hold things up. And also all eyes were really on yesterday's US CPI. So there was a little sort of bit of um, meandering markets uh, over the last few days, but we've now got at least a little bit of clarity in these markets. Um, and uh, we'll go and see what opportunities we can get into. Um, so let's uh, let's start, of course, with our risk warning. Good morning, everyone. Hope you're all keeping well. Um, good to have you with us again today. Uh, please take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning currently up on screen. And just as a quick introduction, um, all profitable traders, they need to consider a, a, a range of very important topics and, and each of these topics you know, requires a significant amount of education, uh, much of which you'll find in, our, um, in the education we have available for you in, in your members area. But you need to make some decisions regarding which markets to trade. Um, uh, just to elaborate on that, I guess a little bit, trade selection is quite important. There's a number of traders out there that will just trade, you know, one or two markets. Um, we pick the best opportunities from about 16 global liquid markets, uh, the most traded markets in the world. So, you, you know, you, you get opportunities at a, at a much, um, much higher rate and which is important for opportunity perspective. Um, but then once you've identified which markets to trade, where do you then enter those markets consistently and where do you look to exit those markets consistently, hopefully with a high degree of accuracy? Accuracy, excuse me. Um, how do you manage uh, uh, risk in each in each trade? Is it, uh, do you adopt a one size fits all approach to risk management, or do you do you appreciate that each the dynamics of each trade can be very different? So that you probably need a slightly different approach depending which market you're trading. That's very much what we do. Um, trade management, you you want to get into a position of of trying to book in profits as often as you can. Certainly, if markets move in your favor, you want to try and benefit from you know, a decent return on that trade. So trade management important. And then finally, trade psychology. Again, all very huge topics really in their own right. Um, this live trade room, again, is, is just designed to pay for today's trading opportunities. Um, so um, we address these considerations live every day in our trade rooms. That's, I suppose, the... Uh, we don't just want to sort of give you the education. We also want to sort of assist you practically in these markets uh, every single day. Um, yesterday afternoon was a really good example of that. We're able to prepare many of you for a potential outcome. Now, I'll go into it in a little bit more detail in just a second. Um, um, but uh, that's what we're here to do. And we're strong advocates of being consistent. If we keep dropping and changing our approach, 
not only is it difficult for you to kind of follow us and to, to track the, the trades and how we look for them, um, but we would see some erratic, you know, impacts on our, on our PNL. So consistency is very important. Accuracy with your levels, like your entries and your exits are very important and the amount of risk disciplined with your capital. Um, you know, you don't want to be frivolous in this environment and yesterday's trading would be a good reason for that. You know, people who trade without stop losses, if you, it's, you'd be in a real mess right now if you trade without stop losses and you just happen to be um, in some of these markets in the wrong direction, you're, you're holding, you know, a bit of a nightmare in your hands. Um, if you look at yesterday's moves and then patience as well, all very important features. Okay, so let's get straight into it then now, guys. Uh, good morning, guys. Hope you're all keeping well. Uh, yes, last day of the trading week. And I suppose there's a couple of important aspects as well. So now today, uh, let me show you down here. So today is now Friday, the 11th of November. Um, straight off the bat, we, we go back to yesterday's um, CPI numbers in just a second, but do be mindful. We've got a quieter trading day than normal as far as uh, participation is concerned. It's a bank holiday in France, but also this afternoon, it's a bank holiday in Canada and in the US. So it just means markets are perhaps a bit more prone to a little bit more manipulation when the, the markets are slightly weaker than normal. So, so bear that in mind. Um, we've just had GDP, uh, U, UK um, GDP numbers due in, and the situation is probably a little bit worse than, than anticipated. Um, there was a lot happened in the month of September, um, all the political crisis, uh, the Queen dying, um, there was an extra bank holiday, which put a bit of extra pressure uh, on the economy as a result. Um, so yeah, uh, it's coming in marginally less than expected which is um which is not good we'll have a look at the pound now in a second and the only other news of the day is um we've got consumer sentiment so it's going to be interesting to see how the consumers feel in the us because we've had a bit of a a move down to to 50 um which would represent um a very significant decline if you look at you know over the 2015 to 2020, you know, we're up sort of around 95, 100. Um, we've obviously taken a bit of a hit during the COVID years, and now it looks like we're picking up just a little bit. So we're we're expecting at least sentiment to, to maintain itself around that 59, 60 um, point level. So the big news of yesterday, you're probably very familiar with it, is US CPI numbers. In fact, it kind of caught us a little bit by surprise, not in the sense that if we got a, if, if inflation came in less than expected, we'd get a, you know, some bullish moves. It, I suppose it was the scale of the reaction that, that kind of initially surprised us. We, you know, we, as those of you that were trading with us, we were looking for a bit of a pullback to get in on a, on a, on a market that, that, um, that spiked, you know, a hundred, hundred points nearly. Uh, in the S&P, for example. So really, really sizable, volatile moves. Um, and we're still sort of gauging and, and looking for those opportunities to enter. So we have a bit of clarity on the news side. We have um, certainly if we look at the bond markets, um, you can see that they've come off quite considerably off their highs 
if we look at the 10 year for example in a more detail you can see how much these brackets have come off their highs now which is um it's quite significant that's yesterday's move so we were flirting with you know the 4.2 4.15 we're in around that sort of elevated zone you know concern for downside moves and then that cpi number came in below way below expectations we were saying you know below 7.9 you know we'd get a, a a positive reaction from the markets even if it came in at 7.9 we get a positive reaction we didn't expect this this type of historic price action but that's what we saw so instinctively bond markets started to sell off there's a recorrect recorrection as far as fed outlook there's now and, and the reasons for this move um, is not just the bond markets, it's the fact that the Fed will, will find this news event very encouraging indeed. So if we look at, um, at the S&P, for example, we'll have a look at risk now. So we'll have a look at risk. And if I just bring up the pen as well, you can see now, we were actually expecting further downside, certainly if uh, if inflation was stubbornly higher than expected. And that was kind of our our initial bias. We were looking for further downside. That's pretty much where we were at. And as you can see, um, we had a pretty historic move yesterday with very little opportunity to get into it, it must be, must be said. Now, things are slightly different. And we said, look, yesterday, if, if we get the close in the market, it's likely to present us with some uh, slightly better quality trading opportunities in terms of risk and and, um, and upside gain. And that's pretty much what where we are at. We, we saw a bit of a, a Marabozu close uh, on this candlesticks, bullish engulfing. We can really only expect further upside. Um, and we're, we're trading around the, the 4,000 level now as things stand. And if you just take a little step back from these markets, um yes it's quite encouraging yes there was a, a strong um bearish tone in this market for the majority of the year um but we're, we're still you know we're, we're we're about 800 points away from all-time highs so it's not irretrievable by any stretch for those market bulls and these markets needed something like this inflation number now um as we've mentioned many times the fed are really focusing on the demand side uh, of of consumerism in, in the US. Uh, it has no major impact on the supply side, and we've still got those supply side constraints. Although there was a bit of positivity coming out of China, um, looking to uh, relax their quarantine rules slightly, um, so they still adopt their zero COVID policy, but the the quarantine rules have improved and that has the the net impact of, of kind of adding to um, to global growth rather than taking away from it. So we've got these markets. Um, it's quite simple and straightforward for us now. Um, if we look at the big one, of course, we've now got a strong structural failure trade to the upside yesterday. That's what breakout of this level 3920 represents. We're now 60 pips higher. So we're going to go into this trade and, and look to basically buy above 
yesterday's highs. So let's take that information then. Um, so yeah, it's the 39.69. So we make note of these levels, guys, and we, we put our trade plan into the chat box uh, before you leave so you can take this information away from you, away with you. So US indices to the upside, and we can look at 39.69. We, we conduct multi-time frame analysis during the session. And we leave you with our trade plan as always. Um, Sizable move, we're, we're kind of breaking out of this little range. We'll have a look at it in a bit more detail. Um, you could choose any of these markets really. Uh, and another sort of really positive move for markets like the um, the Nasdaq, who's taken a bit of a, a bit of a pummeling. So I think it's fair we can look for upside above the eleven thousand six eleven thousand six five four level in the Nasdaq, and we'll take those two. Right elsewhere, we've got a, a lot of positivity creeping through the markets. We would we'll probably maintain our um, US centric view really. It is where the, the, the action primarily uh, is coming from. So not a bad idea and it keeps us out of these sort of longer term sideways moving patterns. Um, just to let you know, we, we, we obviously um, we comment on uh, on Bitcoin every day, but we, we don't trade it. Um, it's it's more of a, an investment opportunity. If anything, uh, we've come down from very significant highs. Um, we're below that that all important multi-month low, seventeen thousand six hundred. Um, we extended below that two days ago. Made these new lows. Let's see what that what that price is. Fifteen and a half, I think. Yeah. Uh, 15,500 was new lows. We do expect this market further to the downside. It's really still struggling um, despite yesterday's really bullish uh, response to these markets. And moving on to commodities, we look at gold and oil. Actually, quite a positive development. Um, certainly. Uh, the problem we have with oil is that we're in this little this little period of consolidation so uh, break out of this range you know you could expect a nice move to the upside but equally if we break lower um, we want to keep our options open we're currently just smack bang in the middle of this little range at the minute so i think just better opportunities elsewhere for now gold yeah sizable move in gold of course get a bit of a Get a bit of a picture. Um, this is that structural failure trade I was talking about. This is a really good example of it. Um, markets came down, made a low. We pulled back. We attempted to make a new low and failed. Went to make a new low and failed. So we've had a, it's a triple bottom here. Then we had our first structural failure kicking in around this price here. And uh, now we've broken the monthly high. And this is your more important structural failure trade to the upside. Um, so above 1757, 
for gold. <clears throat> 1757. Okay, so now we are looking to see are we seeing the weakness in the in the dollar across the board and the answer is quite straightforward it's yes categorically so for example um the euro dollar structural failure trade to the upside sorry let me take yes there's high i'll zoom in a little bit so you can see it so the euro dollar above the the o221 the pound <clears throat> again structural failure a little bit closer to um to this structural failure price now so the 1736 which is these current prices so we're gonna we're gonna switch rooms in just a minute um a decent move again it's really all about the dollar strength as opposed to the the yen strength we've seen um a decent move yesterday perhaps in the favor of the the yen again this is a this is a really strong move off the back of yesterday's cpi numbers so it's really the focus is all about uh, the dollar weakness trade now it's beginning to turn and change and evolve and you can see these yesterday's lows for example dollar cad at a 33.06 the aussie dollar higher structural failure trade to the upside running into these lows but there's a lot of positivity in these markets now so we can we can look for some continuation so we're just going to look at us dollar continuation and uh, now at this stage um strong reversal again yesterday and uh oh, sorry this is new zealand dollar uh, above the 6041 to the upside further upside there um really it's it's a case of Yes, we're trading technically, but we're also trading the sentiment off the back of yesterday's uh, CPI numbers. So um, the move we saw yesterday was a, was very, very significant. And um, we're very interested to see, will we get continuation today? And the answer so far is yes, we've got continuation in these markets, although it's bank holidays in France, Canada and US. So these markets will be lighter over the course of the trading day. Uh, so do bear that in mind as well. Okay, the yen, um, we need to be mindful for BOJ intervention. So look, we've, we've got pretty much what we're looking for really at this stage. We've actually got the confirmation through already with many. So yesterday our, our positioning was a little bit more to the downside for these markets. Um, even perhaps we didn't fully expect, um, where are we? We didn't fully expect the, the the massive moves that that we saw in the end. We thought uh, the, the inflation numbers, which have been quite unreliable, really for for the most over the last year and a half, um, most of the most of the newsprints came in at either above. Well, broadly speaking, it came in above expectations. So they've never been able to get it right that much. We're expecting 7.9 yesterday. We saw 7.7. .7, so that improvement has caused this very significant uh, move to the upside. So the good news is let's, uh, let's position ourselves uh, accordingly for today's trading conditions. Um, whereas strong risk on market conditions just to that's the market sentiment. That's the summary behind these markets. We're looking for strong risk on market conditions 
And when we use the word risk on, we're talking about um, US indice strength. That's what we mean by risk on. And then as a result, you know, we can see the correlations. We can see the correlations in the um, commodity markets like gold. We can see the correlation for a weaker dollar. And, um, and we can see the correlation as well in the bond markets with lowering yields. So all of these things fit the overall summary and, and analysis of this market, which is based around strong risk on market conditions. So the good news is we can be um, a lot more accurate. So we're looking for the S&P 500, uh, looking to buy this market above yesterday's high, the 39, 39.69. Okay, so let's let's look at the uh, the Nasdaq. Uh, looking to buy above. You could add the, the Dow Jones as well to this above yesterday's high um, by above eleven thousand six five four six five four. We can stick gold in here. Gold looking to sell below, sorry, looking to buy now. Um, extent of yesterday's buying was so significant. Yesterday we were looking for selling opportunities. Now we're looking at strong buying opportunities way above yesterday's sell prices. 1757. Um, right, and I think I think what we want to do is to okay. Let's put um, U.S. dollar weakness, and then we put gold in here. Then strong market moves due to lower U.S. CPI numbers. Uh, I must admit the, the situation in, in, in China is, is going to have a positive impact as well, so do bear that in mind. So um, strong market moves, you, you see the times of, of the moves kicked in precisely, and we were trading that particular news event yesterday. We were looking at what was happening. We were trying to sort of get into it, but it gapped so aggressively and gave us absolutely no pullback whatsoever. So, um, so, so this is our trade plan. I'm going to post it into the chat box, guys, and then let you guys go. Uh, any questions? Don't hesitate to um, post here uh, in the chat box if you need. Um, I'll give you this information now. So there you go, guys. It's just posted into the chat box. So today's trade trade plan is based around strong risk-on market conditions. Um, hopefully, that's clear and fairly straightforward. Actually, today. So as a result, we're looking to buy the S&P 500 above the 39.69. The NASDAQ looking to buy above the 11,564. These are all yesterday's highs. And uh, we're broadly looking for US dollar weakness. So um, we're going to um, 
uh, cherry pick one or two opportunities there. And then gold as well, looking to buy above the 1757. Um, all of these moves are due to um, lower than expected uh, US CPI numbers. Uh, it changes the Fed's outlook and potentially it, it makes them adopt a bit more of a, a softer approach. So 75 basis points were scheduled for yesterday um, in uh, in Wednesday, sorry, in December's um, FOMC. Now that's been downgraded really to a 50 basis point. So you can see there that that's the differential. That's what the bond market is telling us. That's what the stock market's sentiment is telling us. That's what um, the, the dollar weakness is telling us. Um, so all of that, all of this stuff kind of fits together quite nicely. So look, on that note, guys, we'll let you go. Thanks very much as always for joining us. We've now got the, I suppose, the, the confirmations that we were sort of waiting a week for. So let's see if we can capitalize on some moves uh, today. Hopefully we will. Great stuff. On that note, guys, um, we'll switch rooms now. We'll switch over to our live trade room. Um, so feel free to join us there if you can. Any questions, feel free to post them. Happy to answer any questions you have. And um, look, thanks very much for joining us. We'll be back again um, Monday morning now, of course. So have a good weekend if we don't see you. But we do trade these markets live every day at 8 a.m. For the, for the European trading session. And again, we're live broadcasting at 12.45 uh, every day. Uh, for the US trading session and the US is likely to be a little bit quieter than perhaps um, we would normally expect um, but post CPI there's probably still some decent moves in these markets uh, for more information just go to livetrading.com I'm happy to uh, um, you can connect with us through our website chat function as well if you need on that note guys thanks so much for joining us take care and we'll see you next time bye for now